there is a surprising connection between the late great Angela Lansbury, who died yesterday at the age of 96, and the health of a subset of Chicagoans who were once overlooked, stigmatized, and even vilified. Back in 1987, at the height of the HIV-AIDS epidemic, Lansbury headlined a show at the Chicago Theater, alongside the likes of Oprah Winfrey, singer and actress Cheetah Rivera, and the Chicago Gay Man's Choir. It wasn't just a fun performance. In fact, it was one of the first significant fundraisers for AIDS research in our city, and it raised a million dollars. Chicago writer Rebecca Mackay came across the story in her extensive research for her 2018 novel, The Great Believers. It chronicles the HIV-AIDS crisis in Chicago and beyond. And Rebecca joins us now. Hi, Rebecca. Welcome to Reset. Hi, Sasha. Thank you. So I understand this was one of the first things that you learned when you began researching 1980s Chicago and AIDS. It is. It's not something that ended up in my book, actually, but um, long before the really in-depth research that I needed to do, long before I was sitting down with, uh, you know, survivors and doctors and activists, the very first thing I did, of course, was kind of Google tentatively AIDS Chicago. Um, You know, I knew more, as most people do, despite the fact that I'm from Chicago, I knew more about AIDS in New York, L.A., San Francisco than here in Chicago. And one of the first things to come up was this September 1987 benefit at the Chicago Theater. Mm. Tell us more about what happened that night. So it's significant in a bunch of ways. One of them is not only was it the first benefit like this in Chicago, it was the first in the Midwest. It really um, was it was a litmus test in addition to everything else for, for whether corporations, benefactors, audiences would come out to something like this in the Midwest. They called it show of concern, the heart of America response. And I think that idea of the heart of America, they really saw Chicago as like, this is going to be our testing ground. Can we do this? Mm-hmm. Um, the Broadway producer, Barry Brown, uh, was the one who put it all together. He had lost his partner, uh, the Broadway director and producer Fritz Holt, just that July in 87. And Fritz Holt and Angela Lansbury were very close. Fritz Holt uh, was the one who got her back to the U.S. after she thought that she'd returned to Ireland forever in the 70s. He got her back for this revival of Gypsy that he put on. And uh, they, they were close. They became even closer. So when Barry Brown is looking to do this benefit, he goes to his usual suspects, the friends he knows are always up for something like this, who are also big headliners. Mm-hmm. And he gets Angela Lansbury to, uh, on pretty short notice, to leave where she's filming Murder, She Wrote, in Mendocino, California. Not actually in Maine, sadly. They filmed it in Mendocino. Ah. Uh, but she flies in <laughs> um, and MCs and headlines this incredible show. And you, you shared on Twitter that she said this on stage, quote, tonight isn't about what we lost or might lose. It's about that step forward when we might conquer this thing and get on with the business of living. Here we celebrate life and together we fight. That's electrifying. It is. And you have to imagine behind her, she's got five choirs from Chicago, the Windy City um, Gay Men's Chorus, the Chicago Children's Choir, um, the, uh, the Artemis singers, they're all behind her. And the show ends 
with them all singing I'll Be Here Tomorrow by Jerry Herman, who was also there. He had written that in 1979 for his show, The Grand Tour, but it was a, a song that took on greater and greater meaning in the AIDS crisis. He often performed it as We'll Be Here Tomorrow. Um, it, the stage was full. There were 250 people on stage. They packed the Chicago theater. This was, you know, red carpet on State Street. And I've been hearing on Twitter from people who were there in the audience, people like the Chicago journalist and historian Tracy Baim was there in the audience. I've also been hearing from people who were singing in one of those choirs. Um, and, you know, of course, I, I sadly, I wasn't there. I was a kid. I wasn't in the children's choir. Yeah. Um, but I, it would be amazing if, if other people who were there in person wanted to uh, reach out on Twitter to, to reset or to me and, and let us know what they saw. Yeah. And I want to, Set that stage again, Rebecca. This is 1987, right? Right. Talk about the the public conversation around AIDS that was happening at that time in Chicago. I I imagine it was surprising to have one of the era's biggest TV stars just take this giant step like this. Right. Well, so first of all, nationally... 1987 is an interesting year. It's um it's the year that the the AIDS quilt comes out. It's the year that um and the band played on is published by Randy Schultz. It's also the year that Ronald Reagan in April finally publicly says the word AIDS. Uh he questionably had had mentioned the word one time before, but actually gives a press conference. This is 6 years after the first documented cases about 5,000 people in America dying a year at this point. But it wasn't the, you know, kind of literal cause célèbre that it would become. Um, And so someone like Angela Lansbury, who, first of all, was a huge Broadway star. She was also a gay icon because of her work in MAME and and elsewhere on Broadway. Mm -hmm. But middle America knew her as Jessica Fletcher. Right. Exactly. And right. So for her to get up there, This was this interesting crux of Broadway coming to town, but Marshall Fields was their biggest sponsor. That surprised me for a minute until I realized, you know, that this was, of course, hitting the fashion industry so hard. Um, Philip Miller, the CEO of Fields at the time, had been very close with the designer Perry Ellis, who died of AIDS the year before. But Marshall Fields steps in, these major Chicago kind of society dames, these benefactors um, step in, and they put on something that is is for you know both for the community and for the general public in a really interesting way and that's new in 1987 it's that's this is yeah. the year that that kind of thing starts to happen goodness well before we let you go rebecca your next novel is actually coming out in february which is very soon that's around the corner what can you tell us about i have some questions for you Thanks for asking. This is this is good practice to get used to talking on the radio again. Because <laughs> you know I'm going to call you back. <laughs> um, yeah, it's coming out in February. It is um, it is a literary feminist boarding school murder mystery, and uh, it'll be out in Vi- from Viking in in late February. Total change of pace for me, um, but it's me, so it's it's got some you know lots of social issues going on and a lot of a uh, um, lot of historical research too because I can't keep myself away from it. <laughs> right, sounds great. That's Chicago writer. Rebecca Mackay. Her 2018 novel, The Great Believers, about AIDS in Chicago, won the ALA Carnegie Award and the Los Angeles Times Book Prize and was a finalist for the Pulitzer Prize and the National Book Award. We've been remembering the impact that actress Angela Lansbury had in the fight against AIDS in the 80s and beyond. Thank you so much for joining, Rebecca. Thank you, Sasha.